And Rodney, we had a meeting just the other day, all of us sitting here, and you said something about Second Baptist Church. Would you say it again? It's a little... Uh, it's a little piece of heaven here on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I, some reason I didn't really know what is. to say. It right really now. is. Because you are absolutely right. The Federal American Grill brings you the wow factor. If you're into incredible food, drinks, and experiences that can be enjoyed around Houston and beyond, hosted by Matt Bryce and Bill Knappick, presented by the Federal American Grill, this is the wow factor. Here's Matt and Bill. Welcome to the show. It is Wow Factor as we move along in this exciting year of 2024. And guess what? Jenna Jackson is here as we have such gr so many great things to talk about, Jenna. But here we are, Wow Factor, and this is Valentine's is a few days away from this broadcast. It is. It's here. It's snuck up <laughs> on us, Bill. We've been talking about it, but if you don't have reservations yet, you might be in trouble. Uh oh. We need to we need to get you at the Federal Grill. And as you're listening right now, it's the Super Bowl's happening, probably, right? Well, Super Bowl Sunday. And I don't know that it does it, this is not NFL authorized, but I'm gonna say this is the pre Super Bowl show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What could be better? Well, I'm gonna tell you what, we're getting primed primed up for the Super Bowl. This is this is the hour. Valentine's a few days away. And we, we talked about it last week, Jenna, and that is the Super Bowl. Boy, what a there's no better place, I don't think to stop by the Federal Grill, check out the crowds. I mean, it's a people watching experience. The game will be on and all the different TVs and in all the locations. So I think that's very exciting and so many things to do. And the Federal American Grill is right there at the center of it here in Houston, Texas and beyond. Exactly. We have four locations, about to be five, which we can talk about in a little bit, in Houston. We have our Scottsdale, Arizona location. The Super Bowl, I guarantee you, will be on every single television set, not to mention the fact that we're doing no minimums if you want to bring your Super Bowl group and get a private room to watch the game. It's going to be super fun. Well, that's right. And that's... Even outside of the Super Bowl, the Federal American Grill, there are private rooms that you can enjoy. And not just one, but depending on the location, there are several places to take your party, whatever whatever kind of party. It may be something to do with a wedding, an engagement, just a gathering, or just celebrating the rodeo, which is a big deal, coming up also in a few weeks. Yes, I am so excited about the rodeo. I cannot wait. I've already bought my tickets to a couple of shows, my favorites. And, you know, again, I mean, Federal Grill is always a happening spot. As you know, Bill, I see you there quite often. That's right. You can stop by <laughs> on your way to the rodeo, get a cocktail, get get a bite to eat, and head out to see your favorite, you know, performer, action, whatever. I personally love the mutton busting. What's your favorite, Bill? Well, the mutton, but I, I just like, I, I suppose the, I don't know what you call it, the the bull riding. Yeah, the bull riding. That's bull what Because I'm getting confused. Thing. I'm thinking of a cow and a bull at the same time, and that's never good. <laughs> so, but the bull riding has so many aspects to it. Number one, there's real danger there. I don't know what motivates someone to do that, but the fact that they do it for entertainment to entertain thousands of people, that's amazing. So I like that event and the elements that go with it, but uh, I'm always saying a prayer for those riders so no one gets hurt but it, it is exciting I agree. and it's just one of it the is exciting. one of the many things it's so fun but you know make sure you stop by federal on your way but i mean bill the big the big event coming up as you're listening is valentine's day oh it is yes so that is going to be here before we know it if you haven't booked a reservation do it today all locations have a special um, three course delicious menu. I mean, you just don't want to miss it this year. And also the price for the quality of food, where the, uh, the ambiance of the restaurant, Valentine's day. I mean, there's a crab cake involved, great elements, dessert. So you're really covering the bases right there at the federal American grill, a great place for Valentine's day. But then 
so many other great things. We go down the road. I mean, I was looking at the calendar, Jen, as before we got to talk here, and each month has something. You know, here's the Valentine's Day Super Bowl right here today, and then Mother's Day, Easter. Yeah. Come on, Easter. We Easter is early this year. That's what okay, I know. Yeah. The end of March. Yeah. I mean, that's the next big oh, thing. Oh, I did not know it was the end. Yeah. March 31st this year, which is crazy early. Wait a minute. You're right. But, I'm on the calendar now. That's, that's, I didn't, I didn't know that was legal. <laughs> I know. Same, Bill. I, I guess they go by the moon, the moon cycles to set Easter, but I get confused every year because I want it to be like, like Thanksgiving is, like the, <laughs> Third Thursday of November or whatever. I That's want right. it to be like a set day, and this year it's in March, which is nuts. Well, wow. we will have an amazing brunch for that at all locations. Before that, though, I almost forgot. In March, we will be having whiskey dinners. A really cool brand out of Austin. It's called Still Austin Whiskey Distillery. Very cool. Very cool mm. branding, as you know, I love. And that is, uh, those dinners are happening at two of our locations, March 19th and 20th. So that'll oh, wow. be really fun. There's always something going on. Well, that's right. And, and not to mention just having a great lunch, a great dinner, conveniently located. It, it's super fun. But I like what you said last week, Jenna, and that is that Matt is sensitive. And, and those that are just tuning in or, or hearing the show, Matt is the owner of the Federal American Grill, founder of the grill tremendous restaurant experience in his life throughout but he has a sense not just of the community not just of our first responders and veterans but matt is sensitive to pricing for everybody else and as prices are going up even gas is going up this week a box of cereal i'm like six dollars I just bought a I box know. of cereal, and I'm thinking, I thought they're about three or four, but everything is going up. And it's nice that he is sensitive as he leads the team at the, at the restaurants to where pricing is staying in check. And, yeah, some things are going up, but it is staying in check, and that doesn't happen by accident. Yeah. It's great leadership, by the way. Yeah, I agree. He's trying really hard. He knows the economy is, you know, not – not booming at the moment there's an election year coming up it's you know people are struggling and like you said i mean my grocery bill every week for twin 16 year old boys is triple what it used to be it's insane oh. so matt tries really hard he's very very intentional about setting menu items and pricing to make sure that you know his his favorite thing is when the regulars are there he wants people to come and feel at home. So to do that, you have to keep a check on those prices. Well, one of the things he did there is, you know, because I, you know, you've seen all of this, but he started um, doing half portions. That's right. Which, by the way, is still humongous, but it's a much lower price, which is nice. Exactly. And when you mentioned your twins, Jenna, I forgot that you had the twins. So this this next minute, I'll, I'll hope, is a public service minute. If there's anyone out there with twins, why don't you give them a piece of advice now that yours are in the teens? But there may be someone that has, has two, three-year-old twins, and they're like, oh, no, what now? Come on, Jenna. I mean, I know. You know, I don't know about advice, but I will say it gets easier after age four. It gets easier. Every year it gets easier. Now, they're 16 years old and driving now, so, you know, we still have our moments. But um, it's really fun. When they were babies, I, I might have a little PTSD from those days. <laughs> yeah. It was tough. Yeah, just like I do from Hurricane Harvey when my house flooded, but maybe it's... Exactly. <laughs> maybe. But it's basically like a hurricane everywhere you go. You have two boys the same age. It's nuts. Well, the whole twin thing is fascinating. So and there you are when you take them to the grill. You get, they, do they order the same thing? Let's say you take them to Federal you know, American Grill, or do they get they different things? They usually do. They usually do. They they either get a burger or a steak. They're they're meat guys. But I will tell you, they especially love the Federal Grill. They worked there as busboys last summer, and it was their first real job. And they loved every minute of it. They loved the people. It was such an amazing, cool experience for them. So. Wow. We we're really grateful that they had it. Well, one of the things, is, again, speaking of twins, I had a friend 
and his brother it was Jeff and Jay. And these two guys, now as they got older, they didn't, and I'm talking maybe their 30s and 40s as they aged, they didn't look the same as much anymore. But I will tell you, when they spoke, I didn't know who was speaking. Their voices, the timber, everything. I'm like, wow, it's just really? the whole t <laughs> twin thing is a whole nother show. But in the meantime, here we are, Super Bowl Sunday. Valentine's Day. It's not too late. Get a reservation. It's lunch and dinner at the Federal American Grill. So a lot of great things like that. Rodeo. It's the rodeo headquarters. Great food. And one of the nice things as the year is evolving, I know as, as the restaurant and Matt has the team together in various meetings, but they, he pays such attention to the menu and also the menu evolves along the way. So it's exciting as a regular to think, hey, I wonder what's going to happen in a month from now or what what new item will appear on the menu. And if something new does appear, you know it's going to be good because a lot of thought and research has gone into it. That's what I like. Yeah, and it's really fun to watch. I mean, that whole process, they, there was so much thought put into a new item on the menu or like a seasonal feature. So right now, Bill, I'm glad you brought that up. We have Texas chili on the mm. menu. I know. And I tried it the other day. It is ridiculously delicious. Through the end of February, Texas chili. And then they're starting to rotate a daily soup. So each day of the week, like Monday with baked potato soup. I don't have the list right in front of me, but some delicious soups, you know, rotating daily. I think there's a tortilla soup, so it'll be really fun, especially right now while it's chilly. Yeah. That's what I crave is like a nice bowl of soup, a salad. Well, as far as chili, that, and chili is rodeo food, by the way. It is rodeo food. It's perfectly timed. Funny you mentioned chili because as I was leaving the grocery store not that long ago with my $6.50 boxes boxes cereal i was walking down the chili aisle i thought man i hadn't had chili in a while but anyway so here we are <laughs> I'm, for real it's just funny how things happen you're listening to wow factor bill nampic i'm your host along with jenna jackson and we're going to come back with even more at the end of the show so stay with us please What's your favorite subject? Food, drinks, restaurants, Houston happenings? Well, then tune in every Sunday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on 950 KPRC or streaming on KPRC on the iHeartRadio app. Wow Factor is brought to you by Matt Bryce, founder of Federal American Grill and hosted by Bill Knappick. Welcome back, everybody. It is Wow Factor. I'm Bill Knappick. And today we have a very special segment, in fact, on location at one of the greatest places right here in Houston, Texas, and even beyond. We are at the campus of Second Baptist, the Woodway campus. That's right, there are seven locations. I am here with the worship pastor, Rodney Brooks, and John Stanley, and Joy Moat. We are in Rodney's office right here at Second Baptist, and we're going to find out all the things that are going on at Second Baptist, and there are many, especially in the music part of things. Rodney, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bill. It's great to be here. We're excited about especially the first quarter of, I can't believe it, 2024. Musically speaking, we are ramping up for a big, big season. It, well, it's always a big season almost any time we look at it. But yes, a lot of great things. Easter, Joy's going to talk about some of the things we, we're doing, she's doing with the children. But right now, what is the first thing that's coming up as people hear this broadcast that they should know about right here at Woodway and Voss, Houston, Texas, Second Baptist Church? Well, we made a decision about a year ago now that we wanted to um, inspire children to use their gifting uh, in worship, to be able to sing, to dance, to act. And one of the things we needed to do was to bring in a very special person that could help us make that happen here at Second, because we love kids at Second. Matter of fact, last year we opened a brand new children's building. It is spectacular, nothing like it in the entire country. But with all the programming that goes on with our children, included is a full-scale children's music ministry brought 
starting really from birth and moving right on through the uh, elementary ages into uh, middle school, high school, and then, of course, our adult music program. So really, from birth right on through, we offer something for every member of the family musically. But what we're really excited about coming up uh, in just a few weeks now is our first musical in a very long time featuring the children in our children's music ministry. And I know Joy is excited about sharing what that's all about and we're inviting parents of young children to come check it out and hopefully your children too can join up and be a part of the next one covering so many bases well joy let's tell people first of all your role with second baptist church right here at woodway Sure. So I um, direct the children's choir program as well as the student choir program. And recently um, we have added in our Tiny Tots program, which is our mommy and me music uh, program for birth through four years old. Um, So those are kind of the three main areas that I oversee right now. And then also uh, as needed in other areas. And I'd like to add also you are a gifted singer featured many times during our weekend 930 service, so people should visit just for that reason, if nothing else. <laughs> so let's tell people, the event that's coming up with the, the children, What what's the date for that, Joy? Sure. It is Saturday, February 24th, and it's going to be at 2.15 p.m. in the Jump Theater of the New Children's Building that Rodney was talking about. And the Jump Theater is um, a really cool space. It has this huge LED wall that's going to allow us some um, awesome backdrop opportunities. Um, We've been working with our media department as well as one of our really great volunteers to design those backdrops. Be really cool. Um, So yeah, so that's going to be at 2.15 on February 24th. um, And we are currently in the final two weeks of rehearsals right now to finish preparing for that. And the theater itself, I have not explored the building in its entirety, but what I saw the jump theater. I did catch a glimpse of the jump theater as I looked through the window and said, in its own right, this is just this one space is such an awesome place yeah. to have anything. So that that in itself is going to be great. I bet the children are very excited. They are. Yeah. And the jump theater, you know, a little a little thing with the jump theater that's neat is um, last spring, about this time, we shot our student choir music video in that exact same space before it was finished. Um, so it's really neat that we're going to be able to use that same space for students and children in totally different ways. So um, it's it's just cool to see how, how things develop and come full circle. And when people go to the event, now, is everyone invited to this? It is. Everyone is invited. It's free. Um, you will just have to reserve a seat, which that reservation is going to be going out next week. I'm curious, about how many seats are in the Jump Theater, would you say, if you were to guess? If I were to guess, I, I think it's about 300, um, but I don't I don't have an exact number off the top of my head. And as far as the timing of this, what are people going to see during the event, and about how long does it run? Yeah, so the musical itself is only about 35 minutes. Um, we've shortened it from its original state to be a little bit shorter. Um, and so when the people get there on Saturday, they will be um, immersed in a circus scene um, because what I haven't mentioned yet is the musical is called The Prodigal Clown. Um, it's based off of The Prodigal Son, but set in a, um, a family circus. So when people get there, they will... Um, it will feel hopefully like they are in a circus tent. Um, they walk in, They um, there is a mime, there's a person on stilts, um, there's candy and popcorn, that type of a thing. So um, parents get there, they take their seat, uh, and then the musicals start. It'll be about 35 minutes. Um, the children will dance, they'll sing, they'll act, and then um, following that, we'll have a little reception where we can just um, celebrate all the hard work that they just did and, um, and thank the parents and the families. And as you describe this, I have no idea because I have not been around, but I'm imagining this is going to be a very colorful presentation. Very colorful. With the children's <laughs> excitement and all the things that they're going to do. But I'm imagining the backdrop and, and, and thinking yes. about the theater. It's going to be a sight for the eyes as well as every other sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking of color, um, that's one of the ways that we have tried to um, add more depth to our musical. We've we've taken this uh, bass musical and um, made some adjustments to make it more um, applicable to children this children these days. And part of that is deepening the musical. And one of the ways that we're doing that is through color theory. So speaking of colors, um, you know, we are using <clears throat> colors, the uh, 
the way that you unconsciously realize colors are being used already. So for example, red is a, a dangerous color and black is a mysterious color. And so we use those colors in combination with our antagonistic characters to to unconsciously further our point. Or with purple, we have, you know, a a royal color and that is our character that is almost an angelic character in this story. So throughout, um, that's going to be a really neat angle to just um, pay attention to with the costumes and the props and the backdrops and everything, too. Sounds very exciting. How long have you all been working on this? Well, we... We start okay. I started listening to musicals and researching musicals back in the summer and spent a couple weeks just watching and listening to as many as I could find. And then in about September is when we landed on which one we were going to do. Um, in October, we started our programming, I mean, our creative meetings, and then rehearsals started in January. So that's kind of the timeline. And we'll have seven weeks total um, from the first rehearsal in January to February 24th to put it all together. Rodney, that sounds very exciting. Just one of the many things that are happening right here at Second Baptist Woodway. Well, what's exciting about that particular program is I was just listening to Joy speak. You know, all of us at the table here, we've made our entire lives about music. Our career is grounded in music. And I was thinking back, it was really at the age these children are that gave me the inspiration and the love Mm -hmm. for it. And here I am all these years later and actually living the dream. And, you know, you never know what a program like this, as simple as it is, the effect it will have on these children. And it could be a lifetime effect. So that's why it's so important that we engage children at this level and at this age and to instill uh, value with um, musical excellence and our, uh, our love for worship. It's all instilled at a very early age, even from, as she mentioned, and the tiny tots just after birth. So uh, we're very excited about the program and what God's going to do for generations to come. There are so many formative moments in a person's life that directs their next step and next step and sometimes their future, as you're saying. And, And I can't help but think in my musical beginnings and formations that I've always loved music. And I think it was my parents recognized at some point, maybe remember 45s, the records of the 45, those of you that are listening. (laughs) So there are these things called 45s. But the record player, I would get a record, whatever it was that I liked. I bought the record and I would set it on that thing where it would repeat Mm -hmm. and the song would repeat and until I was sick of it. But it took me a while to be sick of it. And I think my parents recognized Hey, I think this kid likes music. So one day, and I could tell you, we were having, I remember what we had. We had hot dogs for that for that dinner. And they said, hey, we have a surprise for you. And I'm the only child. This is up in Pennsylvania. And they had it covered with a piece of a carpet, but it was a little chord organ. Now, I don't know. I don't think they have chord organs, but it was an organ almost like an accordion where you had the keyboard and you would press buttons for the chords. Oh, yes. I so that, that started mm-hmm. my musical journey, and little did I know, and then they bought me a Hammond organ. I never had a Hammond B3 organ, by the way, but they bought me a spinet model of a Hammond. Then I worked at the Hammond organ store at 16 years old, and I had no idea that God was preparing me, and thankfully that I get to play the Hammond B3 right here at Second Baptist, just saying. But that triggers those memories. And what's going to happen with these children, as as it's so formative, the opportunities they have at Second Baptist Church, it's very exciting. And God knows where their lives are going to go as a result of these little milestones. Very exciting. You know, one of the things that, uh, as I was thinking about on this musical and all the opportunities that are there, when I was growing up, speaking of my first love, we did not have anywhere near the uh, the ability to do what these children are given opportunity to do. I mean, she just mentioned a, you know, the technology along with an LED wall where you can literally take our audience to any place in the world in an instant. And the colors and the imagination that will be displayed on screen uh, as a backdrop for the for the show is just uh, exceptional. And so, you know, it's a great, because of the blessings that are offered here at Second Baptist, uh, if you want your children in a level of, of musicality and theater and worship at a high level, 
there's no better place. Mm -hmm. And to add to that, not just a place for your children, but a place for the adults to volunteer. There are places for costume creating and prop designing and even LED. I mean, there are so many different ways, choreography that adults, yes, that adults can get plugged in as well with their kids or on their own just to support this ministry and volunteer. You mentioned the parents, Joy. I always like when we're, we're, preparing for a song on a Sunday, and it's something involved with children, it's always cool to see the parents there at the practice taking pictures. And and, because when when the children are up there, it's like, you're up there. So you're Mm -hmm. like, I hope they do well. And I hope they're excited and all that. So well, and you know, it's interesting, a lot of the parents right now are the parents who were in the children's choir program at its peak here at second when it, during its last peak. So a lot of the parents that you're seeing are the ones that have very fond, clear memories of their time in the in the musicals and in the choir. So they, they're seeing their kid do exactly what they were able to do, which is awesome. Mm. Well, Joy, give us a quick word about music in your formative times. When did you realize that music was going to be so a big part of your life? Uh, um, hmm. Well, I, I sang as early as I could, and I have this um, this thing that I tell people sometimes, which is so true. I, uh, When I was a kid, I would just sing in my bed at night on my own, and my brothers would bang on the wall and say, stop <laughs> singing. <laughs> um, so I've always loved it. I've always loved to sing. Um, and I, I started taking piano lessons when I was a kid. I didn't start taking voice lessons till I was um, almost out of high school, and then I went on to study it um, in school. Um, so I, I've, I've really enjoyed um, all the genres of singing. I've trained classically, but I've sung in a, a lot of different ways, and I love, I love all of them. So that's, I don't know, it's kind of what brought me here today. I, I love Southern Baptist music, too. It's a really awesome genre. <laughs> I think each one of us sitting right here every now and then, I know I do, I pinch myself to be able to be at this church at this time mm-hmm. doing what I do and what we all do. And there are more all the others that have contributed along the way and contribute every week, I think they stop and say, do I really get to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. John, John, give us a quick word. I know in your, you love music as well, and you're, yeah. you're, a, you're a percussionist and many other things. But mm-hmm. when did music grab you, by the way? Oh, man. Uh, so I remember having a deep love for music whenever I was really young, but I did not actually get into, like, playing an instrument or really get into music uh, until I was about 17 years old. And so I I always kind of had an ear for it. I remember listening to old records that my dad would have, like listening to Chicago and go. Doobie yeah. Brothers, right? And uh, one thing that, that kind of caught me, it was one thing that kind of, for my parents, it really set them, set them aside saying, he, he really kind of does have an ear for music is I think I was like five or six years old and I was listening to a Chicago record and we were driving in the car and Peter Cetera was singing, but there was like a, a bit of a double in his voice, like the, in production world, you call it doubling vocals and you, whenever you hear doubling vocals, it's, it's a singer gets into a studio and they record themselves singing and then they double it. And sometimes you do that for, sheer power to strengthen the vocal so it can push through in the mix and sometimes you do it for a vocal effect and it, it creates a very unique sound peter Cetera's doubled vocal is what makes him sound like peter Cetera. and so we were driving i was like five or six years old and i was listening and i told i told my dad i said listen to him sing i said it sounds like he has a twin and my dad goes what are you talking about and i said i i i think Mr. Cetera has a has a twin singing with him like they're singing the same thing but their their vocals are very much aligned but they're singing the same part but it's two different vocals going on and my dad went back and kind of was like what are you talking about and it wasn't until later that I actually did the research and found out that there really is it's called a doubling vocal effect and that's what was going on so that was like kind of one of the things that really for me and my parents, my mom says, I always go back to that moment whenever we heard you say that in the car because I always kind of thought of that moment. I thought, he could be a musician. <laughs> He's really listening to the song here. At He's this really tuning into it. You well, know? What did and they so, say when you said, hey, I want to play the drums? Uh, they were all for it. You know, I asked there for a drum go. set for Christmas. and uh, you Y'all know, lived were, in we an were, apartment? Were, no, we did not. <laughs> Fortunately for the neighbors. We lived out on a lot of land, but I still got stuck in the garage. And so, you know, but that's right. where I first started playing. And, you know, it just never stopped. <laughs> 
honestly. Well, well, Rodney, as we continue, the what else should we know about the children's musical? But also, there are so many other things that people should know about on our platform right here today as, as those listen, and even when they listen on the Internet. There really is. Well, I just want to invite all who will, especially young families that have children, to uh, come check out the uh, the uh, Prodigal Clown. It's going to be an amazing show, and it'll give you a peek into what we offer at Second in our children's music ministry. But, you know, I've only been here maybe three years. I'm not a Texan by birth, so I'm a transplant. But one of the things that I learned about Houston, Texas, this is a big rodeo town. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I was able to go the last couple of years. It was absolutely fantastic and amazing. But as only second can do, we capitalize on the rodeo. And so the next thing we have coming up is what we call Go Texan Weekend. And we do three Go Texan Weekends. This would be... I think the first year we've done three, uh, usually it started with one, then we went to two, and now it's three. It's become such a big thing. And just to, in a nutshell, we do country music, we do gospel music, southern gospel music, and we do it in boots and jeans and western wear. We even have some Stetsons out there, I've noticed. I mean, it is all things Texan for three weekends coming up starting on the 25th of February into March 3rd and March the 10th. So if you love that kind of music, and if you love to wear your western wear, you can't be in a better place on sunny mornings uh, than Second Baptist. There's no doubt about it. The congregation loves loves to wear Western wear. They do. I know the musicians, I do. I can't speak for the other guys, but I love to wear the Western wear, and it's fun. And the other thing that's interesting is that I hear songs each year that we do this, and now we're doing three week weekends, I hear songs that I never heard before that I love and that maybe they're, I don't know if it's the genre country gospel, but there's so many, and there's even different instrumentation, John, that you're incorporating to give the textures that to make it complete with the Western sound. I, yeah. And that's exciting to see who's going to show up with a different kind of instrument, a jug, yeah. or, <laughs> washboards. I don't know what you have. In, yeah. I, I don't know what you have in store, but I know you're always thinking. It's always there. Yeah. I, we could always bring out the washboard. Well, we will. We're bringing in a harmonica player yes, and, and things like go. that, you know? Um, and so we always try to reach out to different instrumentalists, like you said, and try to try to bring them in with along with that flair. But we also do music that really lends itself. Like what Rodney was saying, that really lends itself to that. Like we'll open, up with the theme from Magnificent Seven. I always you know, love that. Yeah, and so things like that are, are super fun. Our orchestra just knocks that kind of stuff out. You know, they love it, and so they blow it away. There's no doubt. And that's starting again February. Starts February 25th is our first of three Go Texan weekends, followed with March the 3rd uh-huh. and again on March the 10th. I will not lie, though. It is hard to play drums in boots. <laughs> Oh, well, very difficult <laughs> thing to do. Although I, I prefer what we wear over all black all the time, so it's nice. Exactly, yeah, because we wear all all black all, all the, the time. time. <laughs> Christmas, Easter, right. all black. But I also want to say it's always cool to see Doctor Young because I have a feeling yeah. I don't know. I'm going to guess that he enjoys. Putting on a he has a vest that he, he has a leather out vest. He does. A, a oh yeah, vest. and we and we set the stage. I mean, we yeah. do a split rail fence. We have hay bales. Yeah. Uh, you see rope hanging off the uh, split rail fence, and then of course the choir is dressed out in their western they love it, wear. Yeah. As well as the entire congregation, so the building is really transformed into all things Texas. That's right. Yeah. We're right here at Second Baptist Church, Woodway Campus. That's right. Here in the fourth largest city, Houston, Texas, I'm Bill Nampick, your host, together with worship pastor Rodney Brooks, John Stanley, and Joy Moat. It's very exciting, and I want to do this again because I've done it before when we've talked, and that is to say there are so many people that have moved are moving. There may be people driving in with their U-Hauls right now that are going to move into their new house. I don't know, but... So many people have moved into Houston, Texas, and all the surrounding suburbs these last few years, and it's not slowing down. So if you're one of the people that just got here, maybe you never heard of Second Baptist, simply go to second.org. That's the directory. You may find the Woodway Campus is the place for you geographically. You may want to be in Cyprus, Mm -hmm. Fulcher. We're covering so many bases, and... 
we could do a hundred shows to talk about provisions and all the things that we do here at Second Baptist for people of all ages from birth till till whatever. So second.org is the place to go. Here at Woodway, we're talking about some of the activities that are happening right here at this campus. I'm going to guess in the other campuses, they're doing the Go Texan as well. They are. You know, we have seven campuses, and one of the things that Second does so well is we're able to duplicate on all campuses. So if you're at Cyprus or if you're at uh, the South Campus, you don't miss out because we duplicate it and we do it at the same level across Mm -hmm. all campuses. So wherever you land in Houston, if you're just arriving, Mm -hmm. uh, you'll find a Second close to where you are. Yeah, that's true. That should be your second step after unpacking second.org. Get plugged in (laughs) to be a part of the church, to worship, but also to – there's a place for people here to – for ministry, to volunteer. So that's very awesome. What else should we talk about, Rodney? We have the children's show. We have Go Texan. Oh, yeah. Easter. And we're moving into <laughs> Easter quickly. As a in, matter of it's fact. in March. It's in March. Oh, it's early this year. So we come straight out of Go Texan weekend. And the first thing, which is really unique to Second Baptist, I've never seen it done anywhere else in any other church, is, is something we call Passion Week. And Passion Week is where we transform the worship center into the stations of the cross. Basically, we take the participants through a journey of what took place leading up to the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord. It's the perfect way to begin your Easter weekend by touring and walking through. It's free of charge. It's done so very well. And at each station, there is a... Uh, detailed description of what took place leading to um, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Savior. That starts on Wednesday night, the uh, 27th of March, leading into the weekend. It's a great time of reflection and preparation, no doubt. And and very – it puts your mind in the right place, I think, if you – and, and it, it happens also during if, – if, I don't know the exact times this year, but I know in past years you can take time from your regular day at work and stop in yeah. during the day, right? So it's It runs during the day. Right. And uh, just as you've mentioned before, if you check us out on second.org, you'll find the um, the locations of all the campuses, of course. You'll see the hours of Passion Week experience. And uh, you just come, and uh, you'll see all the directional signs leading you to the right place to get started. So it's a very easy process, but yes, and it's a tour at your own pace, so it's not like you have to be here at any certain time. And you walk through, you can take as long or as little time as you need, and uh, it really is a self-examination. It's a time to kind of bring our focus back to what Easter weekend is really all about, and again, it sets the tone for your for your experience at Easter. Yeah, most definitely. And I would say of all the things that we do at Second, it's probably one of my most favorite things. We're really good at putting on really big shows and doing all of that. But the one thing I love about Passion is it's it's contained in and of itself. There's not a lot of big pomp and circumstance about it. You walk through it, it's a very quiet, reverent time, and it really draws people to Jesus. And then from there, we move straight into Good Friday services, which is always a wonderful moment for our community. And we have a noonday service here at the Woodway campus. Again, if you go to second.org, you can check out all the campuses and find a time that might work for you. And then it's a big weekend of resurrection services Mm -hmm. starting on Saturday and Sunday. Mm And listen, and you know, as being a part of our orchestra, Bill, the music is just, it's, it's just at the very peak of what we do mm-hmm. every year. And of course, we have Veritas, five of the most talented uh, vocalists you'll find anywhere. And then this year, for the first time, uh, soprano vocalist, Taranda Green, mm-hmm. gospel artist. She is absolutely spectacular. Uh, Going to duet with uh, our own Jeff Anderson in a and an epic piece called Mm -hmm. I've Just Seen Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's worth your trip just for that. Yeah, no doubt. No question about it. And I'm thinking any time is a time to come to Second Baptist. And whether you've just moved here or you may have been in Houston and like me 30-plus years ago, drove by the church and said, wonder what's going on in there. It's time to join us at any of the 
campuses, second.org. And as I reflect, you know, what we just talked about only takes us to March. So this is just a few weeks. Who knows what's going to happen after that? Well, we have an ex- Of course, once you check out Second, you'll find that w- w- this is the church that never sleeps. Always stuff going on. Always things going on 24-7. And after Easter, we're, we're headed straight into great summer months where, again, we're offering things for people of all ages. Yeah. And, uh, and we do it at a high level as well. So one thing about Second, you will never be bored uh, in your experience here. It's known as the Fellowship of Excitement. When I joined in 1991, it still is, and God continues to inspire and lead Dr. Young, who in turn leads us yep. in a tremendous way, in, a, in an unbelievable way, in fact. So I don't know what he's reflecting upon or what, what's going to happen beyond, but I know that God is working through him, and his visionary leadership is just so exciting to be around now for, at least for me, these many decades and also yeah. to get to participate. It's awesome. So we have just a minute or two. Eh, we got a couple minutes. So final thought, Joy Moat. And I, I want to embellish once again, Joy, if they have not seen you sing, just come any weekend, and they're going to get it, – it's going to happen one of the weekends. So Joy Moat is a tremendous vocalist and helping the children with these experiences in the show coming up. Again, the show is – The Prodigal Clown, and it is on Saturday, February 24th. Um, and what time? It's at 2.15 p.m. Yep, 2.15 p.m. in the Jump Theater of the Children's Building. Sounds good to me. And John – Final thought. I mean, you're leading. People may not know if they come on a regular service, they attend and they see a guy up there in this plastic cage beating <laughs> the drums with his boots on, maybe coming up. And you're a tremendous percussionist, but you're also so instrumental in do, helping me along the way, mm-hmm. all the other musicians guiding us, mm-hmm. directing us. And then you're finding musicians all the time, mm-hmm. the right people to serve in the right spots. And yeah. it's, it's a big job that you have. Yeah, 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 no doubt. And it's it's a lot of fun, man. I mean, from the music production aspect of it to directing the orchestra and doing arrangements and, and all of that kind of stuff. It's a, it's a blast. And it's a blast to be able to get to perform in that as well um to not just stand up there and conduct it all you know i actually get to be a get to be an instrumentalist involved in it but yeah and i would just say with anybody if you ever have any interest in what we do you always feel free to reach out we do have an audition process for the orchestra and uh, that we go through but always feel free to reach out if you if you want to be involved our orchestra is unbelievable and uh, really amazing instrumentalists involved with us and then the same with choir i mean you know we have choir every wednesday and you come check that out absolutely well by the same token we are always looking for singers and uh, we still use a massive choir every sunday to help lead worship and present features in preparation for the word we meet every wednesday night at 6 30 to 8 30 and we would love to have anyone that has an interest in singing well, Ronnie, I bet there's people in our congregation right now that might listen to the show and and look, have not participated in the choir, but they look up there and they say, gee, I wonder what's involved. Can I sing? Can I have a show? Absolutely. It's a volunteer choir, and we have uh, people of all levels of experience, those that have never been in the choir before, all the way up to those that hold degrees like Joy in music who are professionally trained. But all of us together is what God uses to bring forth our very best every week. And Rodney, we had a meeting just the other day, all of us sitting here, and you said something about Second Baptist Church. Would you say it again? It's a little... Uh, it's a little piece of heaven here on earth. <laughs> some reason I didn't really know what is. to say. It right really now. is. Because you are absolutely right. So thank you all for listening to this powerful segment recorded at Second Baptist Church, Woodway Campus. That's right. You drive by it all the time at Woodway and Voss in the heart of the city of Houston. On behalf of Rodney Brooks, John Stanley, Joy Moat, all of us here at Second Baptist Second.org is the website. That's too easy. Second.org. And stay with us, please. More to come. What's your favorite subject? Food, drinks, restaurants, Houston happenings? Well, then tune in every Sunday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on 950 KPRC or streaming on KPRC on the iHeartRadio app. Wow Factor is brought to you by Matt Bryce, founder of Federal American Grill and hosted by Bill Mappick. Welcome back. It is Wow Factor, and Jenna Jackson is back to help me close the show down. So here we are, Jenna. 
What other things should we know as we wind up the show? Bill, I mean, there are so many exciting things happening in Houston, at Federal Grill, at all the locations. So as you know, we have four locations here in Houston right now. And we are about to open our fifth location in the Houston area. And I have to say, I mean, I think they're all beautiful and they all have a fun personality. But this downtown location that's opening next month is going to be gorgeous. It's way bigger than most of the federal girls currently. It's got a beautiful lawn space where you can sit outside with your cocktail. The kids can run around. I just think it's going to be a whole new thing. And I really think it's going to be exciting for downtown. We've been working with, you know, the city of Houston, all the downtown organizations who are very excited to see another really great restaurant kind of re-infuse downtown with some energy. So it's exciting that along the way these last couple years here in downtown, it seems like there's one thing and another thing. So things have been improving downtown. And really, when the Federal American Grill opens very soon, and I don't know, a couple weeks or so, a month, but it's going to be exciting. And that's going to be a real pivotal element, I think, to downtown and one of the drawing factors to why people are going to go down there or enjoy it while they're there. I agree, Bill. I think it's going to be really good. So we're looking at opening mid-March. So we're about a month away. Very exciting. You'll start to see a lot more, you know, press and um, information on when it's coming, all the details. But just a little sneak peek. Basically, it will be, I think it's three huge event spaces. Um, It's a really large area. It's really beautiful at the base of a building down there in the middle of downtown. It's going to be the perfect spot to go before or after an event in downtown. Astros, Rockets, a concert, you know, um, the theater. I feel like it's just going to add so much. It's going to be really fun. And we're going to have a federal shuttle that will take you if you're a federal guest it will shuttle you around town so you can you know you're planning a night out to the theater come have a drink drink and dinner whatever at federal and then take the shuttle and then come back for a drink afterwards well all it will also be interesting as the hotels they're already i'm sure the words out that the federal american grill will be there but I think it's another thing for people that are in the concierge at the hotel, at the various hotels, they're going to be excited and have just one more great place to tell people, hey, here's what's new, Federal American Grill, just jump on the shuttle. Yeah, and you know, that's such a good point, Bill, because it's exciting for Matt and the federal team that it's going to be I mean, downtown Houston is such a mecca of people coming to visit for all kinds of things, conventions, you know, events. I feel like it's going to really be a way to get the word out about Federal Grill outside of Houston, which is exciting. You want people when they come to visit our awesome city to want to go back to their favorite restaurant here, you know, so very excited about that. The other thing, I used to be a business traveler traveler for many years, I mean, over 30, and, and one of the things I looked forward to, other than business and building relationships and all these things, is the restaurants. And that was whether, as, as business people that are traveling, it's great to have a place to take someone for lunch or to take a group or to celebrate, but many times the business traveler is there by themselves, and that's a whole nother thing. But in any of those scenarios, one thing that does happen for the business traveler when they go home or even while they're out of town on the phone, they talk about the restaurants they've eaten at, the ones that they've loved. So there's going to be, as you're saying, of the of the people that gather in the downtown areas for the various reasons, there's going to be a lot of talk about the Federal American Grill that goes forth. It may start at the downtown location or Hedwick or anything else, but there's going to be a lot more talk about the Federal American Grill around the country, I believe. 
That's what we're hoping. It's such a good spot, too. As you know, Bill, you can get anything you want. Like, pretty much anything you're craving is on this menu. And it's all delicious. It's all scratch cooking. Certainly any whiskey that you want. There are over 500 whiskey selection at our locations, which is just crazy to me. I certainly have not tried them all. Let's tell people, Jenna, right quick about your role with the Federal American Grill because your company is called PR Creative. So you're working hand in hand, getting the word out and telling the story of the grill. But give us just a quick word on, on your company. Sure. I mean, what we love doing is telling stories and Federal Grill definitely makes it easy because it's great people, great stories all the time, great hospitality. My company is called P&R Creative Group. The P&R actually comes from my kids, their first names. Uh, so that's how I named it years and years ago. Everyone thinks it's PR because that's the business I'm in, but it's actually, it's actually them, Parker and Reese. So... Um, but we do, you know, any kind of storytelling, anything to help you connect with your audience, whether that's a television audience, you know, the public, because you're opening a new restaurant. Um, we have all kinds of clients. We have a brand new makeup line that's going to be coming out soon. You know, we just, um, anything that helps you get your story out, that's what we do. So it's a really fun job. No doubt about it. Let's tell people the website. It's prcreativegroup.com. And of course, the Federal American Grill is thefederalgrill.com. That's thefederalgrill.com. Jenna, one minute is left. What else should people know? I mean, I would just say it's not too late. You have a couple days left to get your spot for Valentine's Day. Don't miss it. All Federal Grill locations, an amazing three-course menu, lunch or dinner, it's the place to be. It's going to be incredible. No doubt about it. It's not too late, and a pr it's a great place to say thanks to your loved one, your partner out there. I think Valentine's Day is one of one of my favorite holidays. It's exciting, and we get to say appreciation to the to the people that stand by us through thick and thin. So thank you, Jenna Jackson, thefederalgrill.com, Valentine's Day Rodeo Headquarters. And oh yeah, prcreativegroup.com. Okay, thank you so much, Jenna Jackson, and we'll see you next week. What's your favorite subject? Food, drinks, restaurants, Houston happenings? Well then tune in every Sunday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on 950 KPRC or streaming on KPRC on the iHeartRadio app. Wow Factor is brought to you by Matt Bryce, founder of Federal American Grill and hosted by Bill Mappick. And to the people component. So we right. go from vision to people. And we talk about people right here in RPRS is right people, right seat. Yes. Right? So it's cool. I wrote down here, uh, right people, right seat. And when in the book, it teaches this, is, it's called the people analyzer, Bill. So uh -huh. if I took you, put your name on a piece of paper, right? And it says, well, you ask three things. Does he get it? Does he want it? And does he have the capacity to do it? It's a very hard thing, but when you take your entire company and you go through this, the get it, the want it capacity, simple. they gotta say, they gotta be yes, yes, and yes. All right? They may not get it yet, but maybe they do, they want it, and maybe we can get them to get it. So you gotta have two positives. If you have two negatives, you probably have the wrong person in the wrong seat. And Rodney, we had a meeting just the other day, all of us sitting here, and you said something about Second Baptist Church. Would you say it again? It's a little. Uh, it's a little piece of heaven here on earth. <laughs> For some reason I didn't really know what is. to say. It really is. Because you are absolutely...